This is I Don't Want to Fit In podcast. I'm Anung, a fellow multi-passionate artist, author, photographer, poet, writer, and everything I feel like doing. Talking about all the ways we can be creative, from hobbies to full-time incomes. Going over tips and tricks, mindsets, and just the joys of putting what we love out into the world. You can follow me on Instagram at I Don't Want to Fit In podcast and Anung B. Reviewing and leaving comments is always a great and free way to support an artist. A thing with art is, it's not just visual things. It's not just video. It's not paintings and stuff like that all the time. Another thing that we take from art is our words, what we read. Because the thing is, words and language are a very peculiar thing. Because honestly, all of it is made up and it's all taken thousands of years to get to this point. Like we all were only oral before. The written language was created years and years and years after the actual language was made and the thing is it's all been shifted and changed throughout time like modern history is what we have now like we can actually see live of different slangs coming and going the changing of meanings of words all over the time like all over the place all the time um the different vernaculars out there between like with america having a certain word from the Midwest is very different than like the South from different ethnic groups, um, different things we've actually used for writing, like texting, posting online and stuff like that, that it's just, it's all very changed. And so like a good example of this that I know a lot of good research has been used is like the transition between old English to middle English, because that actually was easily seen and changed through the Norman conquest of 1066 and so this was uh william the conqueror who's duke of normandy who turned into william the first of england invaded and so england was english language which is a romantic language but then when uh william the conqueror came from northern france it was french but also german so germanics like french yes has um is also romantic language but germanic is very very different and so when he got there, it, he added that to the courts, and then that got used in certain things, and then it bled down to others, other like um, common language over the years. And so that's how it started to mix and change because there there was a lot of words out there that, I mean, English is already hard enough as it is, but then now people trying to like learn it, it's it's not exactly easy because it's not actually a language. It's a mixture of like three or four main ones. And then we throw in random shit in there left and right because England conquered so much shit and we can't keep anything straight. I mean, the uh, Epic of Gilgamesh is the oldest known written text. I mean, it's it's a Sumerian poems dating back to 2100, 21, yeah, 2100 BC. (laughs) I mean, I mean, that's 12th century BC in the Babylonians. Like that's, an area that none of us know about because that's way, way, way back there. But it's t- honestly, it's a it's a giant quest, which is a lot of a lot of things like everyone knows, like uh, Iliad and stuff like that. That those are big quests from like Greek. This is before then. The thing is, but not only does it have like lessons in there, it has the good stories, like, but also shows little pieces of like the customs and the norms of the time. Of like, it gave a bit of an example of like the clothes and like different customs and like marriages and stuff like that. We wouldn't have known because it's changed a lot. 
because a lot of it at that time has not survived other than these certain texts the like there's i mean textiles go away only certain like harder copies of stuff stayed and the thing is it was not only big texts that were important um there's a lot of times where just everyday things would have been lost if people didn't keep their keep journals and diaries uh, I can't remember what the example is all of a sudden, but there is the Odyssey or the Iliad, uh, the 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 story with, the, with uh, Sparta, not Sparta. Oh my god, I can't remember any of the Roman things. But pretty much like Paris and they invaded, stole the wife, blah blah blah. Face it, uh, launched out on ships. They talked about like trade and everything else from a specific town or city. And no one knows where it is because nobody wrote down because everyone assumed everyone knows where it is. Why do we need to write it down? So there is all these different texts out there, even in these big stories of this one town, but no one knows where it is because no one wrote down where it was. Well, like now too, we also have all these different journals and stuff. Like we learned different slang that people had on there. We learned, uh, honestly, different words how it changed for like people in the church or people in family members uh small events of like like someone's like oh yeah we i went to see my sister's new baby and we had to take a roundabout way because there was an uprising like that was a small enough thing that wasn't really going to be a big thing that got like shared no one really known about it and the thing is too is kind of like you have to think about it for yourself like the things we write down i've been journaling since i was a teenager it was a uh, god. It was high school. I think my first year of high school. So I was fifteen when I first started journaling, and a lot the th- the thought that some of those are going to survive and someone's going to possibly learn something about history in there because I actually did put stuff in there. Like I sometimes I put in like uh, a solar eclipse, uh, a big event. Like I I, ri- I did write down about nine eleven. Uh, I I know I wrote down the death of Bin Laden in my journals, as well as just everyday stuff of just like the, of course, angsty teen shit. Um, arguments with friends. Big events for, for me. Like, my very first road trip with friends. Uh, a vacation I took. My first time out of the country. First time on a plane. Like, those kind of things got put on there. I'm like, who knows what's going to be left in the future that may, of course, big apocalyptic thing. They may not know what the hell airplanes are. And my journal talking about it might have like thrown people like, oh, what the hell is this? Like there's, of course, there's a joke out there for like archaeologists of someone bringing up these, this big yellow sign that's curved and everything else because they don't know the language. And they're kind of like, what, the, what is this thing? It's like a, is it a statue? Is it something for worship and everything else and it's like the golden arches of mcdonald's <laughs> that's kind of like an inside joke of like yeah that might be something we see in if there's ever an apocalyptic thing but the thing it doesn't have to be something big or important for for what we write that what we take from it for what we learn because like we, we read stories of children we have fairy tales out there whether the disney version or the original versions have like lessons in them they have pieces of history they have just kind of things that we don't want to forget, like our actual shared history, our stories and everything else. And it's also like, it can just be something for escapism for just for entertainment. It doesn't have to be anything deep every single time, 
but it's also nice to have the lessons in there. Like there's so many different movies out there that I absolutely love um, watching like books. I love to read and they can just be these cute little cozy things, everyday slice of life stuff, but there's always something in there you can learn. There's always something you can kind of connect to. And that's what the thing is for me. Like I love to read. I love the written language. And the funny thing is because I actually was a horrible reader when I was younger. I was behind several years on my reading capabilities because we were moving, especially when I was younger, we moved a lot, a lot, a lot that all my lessons from learning things got skewed back and forth. Like honestly, one, one year I, I, we moved three different times and I had to reread the same freaking book the three times because each district, each school does things differently. Like, well, they re- like so not all of them read. Like, we don't all read where the red fern grows in fourth grade. Some people read it, in, like on the fifth grade. Some will read in third grade. Some read it in the beginning of the year. Some read it at the end of the year. So there's a lot of things that kind of I got lost when it came to learning because I didn't get a chance to actually learn it. It just kind of I passed through enough to just pass, and they didn't care that much and just get done. So once I found that very first book that I loved that gave me that draw. Like I still remember it was eighth grade. It was a book report and I had, I still wasn't great at reading at that point. And finally just took a book from my teacher's uh, bookshelf. It was a tiny ass bookshelf in her class. And it was talking to dragons. Patricia C. Reed. It's a little, little chapter book and honestly something about it because i love fantasy i love dragons and stuff like that but that that i once i started reading that book and it caught me i read it in like two days that was the fastest i've ever read anything i literally had other years where the teacher had to give me the book early so i can get started on it to be able to finish in time with everybody else sometimes by like a month just so i can get started and she already, I mean, they already had the lessons already figured out and everything. So I would be able to just keep up with stuff. And that was literally something they had to accommodate for me because that's how bad I was at reading when I was really, really young. And so once that, bo- once that book came in, I, I read the whole series, which strangely enough, funny enough, that's the end of the, uh, the series. So I had to go all the way back. And I already knew what was going to happen, but I didn't care because I really wanted to read the story. And then uh, being able to talk to a librarian and just, threw open the doors for me at the library about all the different books that I could read that were same genre, same skill level as well. And then I just went running because that's actually the very last book report we had to do for the school year too. I spent that whole summer engulfing just every single book I could. I probably read like three or four books a week the whole summer because that's what finally like caught me and made me love it so much more. And so we all take what we need through reading, through the words we have out there, because books are very important. The words we say, the words we know are very important because they are, again, expressions of ourselves, expressions of our history and ways to not forget. Like art does that for everything, as I said in earlier episodes about what is what it gives us meaning and what we give meaning for it as well. And so we need to be able to Remember that as well as appreciate that we have all these things to be able to express ourselves and be able to show what we love. Because the thing is, 
it doesn't have to be something big and everything else. Like, not everyone's going to be the next great American author. Like, you can just have fun with your cozy little romances. You can write your little fan fictions. It doesn't need to be something really big and everything else. Like, just please use some proper grammar. Like, mm, fan fictions that do not have punctuations or line breaks just bother the out of me. That's a side thing. But write what you want to write. If it's only just to-do lists, little notes that you do when you take pictures of your children, things that kind of remind you of, like, this is, like, this happened in 2010 on a road trip with my friends. Like, that's something to just keep with you. And honestly, we appreciate the words that we have because sometimes we don't get enough opportunities to be able to express it. Thanks for listening. If you want more episodes or blog posts or to see any of my products or services, you can check it out at anungvalet.com. A-N-U-N-G-V-I-L-A-Y. 